Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks Podcast, Season 8, Episode 0. It's another reboot, y'all. We've been away for a long, long time. Uh, we'll talk about what and why and when here in a couple of seconds. On the line tonight, I have my two favorite Marvel Hacks on the line. Tonight is the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. So we, we did. We came back. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's right. We just stepped away for a little bit uh, in our recovery mode after House of X, Power of X. Also on the line tonight is uh, <laughs> Brother Beavis. Brother Beavis, what's happening? Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Yeah, we're all back together here. Uh, we did take a hiatus after that. We'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, what y'all been doing on your hiatus, man? We've been off for about a month. Uh, what have you been doing, Brother Beavis? You watch any good TV, see any good movies, anything like that? Uh, a couple of those. I uh, so I definitely had my other nerd elements engaged. I had a a, a big gaming dip. I had a, like a, some heavy Starfinder weekends to start off. But um, also, they released like the top-down isometric Dungeons and Dragons based game, Dra- Dungeons and Dragons based games that I played when I was uh, I guess like just out of college. Um, mm-hmm. On Switch, mm-hmm. so I've been playing some of that. Like, so this isn't the one, but it's in the Baldur's Gate uh, generation. <laughs> you'll appreciate that name. Yeah, no. So I've been doing yeah. that. I also got. I played some board games. I played uh, Star Wars uh, Rebellion, which was pretty mm-hmm. awesome. It took like eight hours to play. It's like nice. access and allies in the Star Wars universe. And I've been playing mm-hmm. this game called Unmatched with my daughter. We played uh, Bigfoot versus. Um, King Arthur the other day, so it's that kind uh, of game. So okay. <laughs> so you've been wow. nerding it up, just not comic book nerding yeah. it up too. I've much. been, I, you know, I've been, I, you know, you can't exercise <laughs> the same muscle all the time because then you know you max out. So I had <laughs> yes. to like, I had to like flex the other aspects. Yeah, understood, understood. Right. Uh, Sam, man, what about you? Any movies, TV shows, gaming? I have no Hutch, and you brought up uh, City of Heroes is back. Yeah, yeah. I, it's strangely enough, as much as I'm involved with City of Heroes, that it's never been mentioned on this show. That's uh, well, maybe we have to re- rectify that today. Yeah, um, folks, City of Heroes is a game that basically lets you create your own hero, um, and uh, Hutch and some other friends of ours back in the day, and uh, the two on the podcast will vouch for this we made our own superhero group back in the day as embarrassing as it is and believe me it was embarrassing uh and i basically kind of role played that one of my characters one of the main character i had named the technique uh in uh city of heroes and they brought it back it 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 went um they closed the game back like seven years ago and it mysteriously came back it was being played privately on a bunch of guys uh servers uh that they basically maintained the game on their own and eventually that got out and then they went public with it i don't know how it's legal i don't really care i <laughs> <laughs> i went back and i started playing again nice. and i was telling hutch that the other day so yeah I, I love that game and so i've been uh burning copious amounts of time in that uh in the last couple of weeks that I got on uh, that a little bit too. Yeah. And I, I also don't understand how it still exists, but whatever. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> I don't really care to even try to find out though. Nice. 
It might dry up tomorrow for all we know, but yeah. This is also true. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think what's Force Factor was y'all's crew, wasn't it? Was, was it Force Factor? <laughs> That's was that, it. Was that an old, okay. Yeah, it, was, right. it was Force Factor. We, we literally took um, the factor from X Factor and Force from, I don't know where the hell we got Force. The and, Force. Um, force yeah, works. The force, I don't know. I doubt it, but um, still, I always thought that was a terrible. I always thought it was a terrible name for a group. But um, uh, yeah, the, to say our group was ragtag would be putting it lightly. It was always good for comedy. It was always good for comedy, and that's what always kept me coming back. So nice. yeah, okay. Good I've been not. watching a bunch of TV too. Uh, you okay. haven't had what your you chance been to chime in, producer. Actually, I have too. What's so. So I know that we're I know we're reserving a segment of this for later in the show, but yeah. uh, I watched the first couple episodes of The Watchmen, and okay. uh, much more interesting mm. than just like any other knockoff or prequel or sequel or whatever. And yeah. and very, it's a very difficult watch, I will say. But it's I mean, and that's not to say it's not really? good. It's just yeah. it puts uh, uncomfortable things in front of you repeatedly. Uh, yes. So that's that. Wow. Yeah, that's a good. And way I've been of watching. It. I've been watching also mm-hmm. Titans, which I have no idea who that show is made for. It's like <laughs> it's a Berlanti really? show with just like oh, copious f bombs and right just yeah. it's like who is supposed to want like who like teenagers can't watch this. So I uh, like I have no idea. And you remember how this season was like oh they're gonna have this person this person they all die. They're in like one episode and then they all die. I have not gotten into Titan season two, but I've heard similar concerns about that. Uh, We had bantied the idea of doing a podcast about the Watchmen, but as I was sitting there watching it, I'm probably maybe an episode behind, and I'm like sitting there like thinking about show notes for this. I'm like, I don't know if I got the depth, to be honest with you. Um, because uh, if you, it, there is the surface level stuff that you can watch it and be like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of interesting and cool. But the underneath stuff there, which is really the basis of the show, is, you know, our podcasts are, us, are, are a lot about us getting off jokes. It would be hard for us to get jokes off. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> it, wow. and again, like, he, like Brother even said, it's not saying that it's bad. It's just like, it's just different. Like, uh, and like presented like nothing that we've ever really seen before for a comic book, air quotation, uh, movie or TV show. So, okay. Sam, any mm-hmm. TV shows for you? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm, um, I, uh, went back to Netflix. I had, I had canceled Netflix for months and, um, and now I've canceled it again because a certain, uh, app, well, just initial D plus just mm. showed up and took its time. Yeah. But, yeah, I went back and uh, started watching Breaking Bad because I okay. never finished it, and like, yeah, I always felt bad that I never went back and finished it. And it's not that I did not like it; it's just that I don't know. I I have these these spells I go through sometimes where I just don't watch stuff, and it, that was one of the uh, victims. Okay. A couple other shows too. Like Breaking Bad is like one of the main ones. So yeah, I'm determined to finish that. Better Call Saul is really good too. I've heard yeah. that too. Yeah, that's yeah. I want to get to that, but I want to finish Breaking Bad first. So. Yeah, I also I watched The Boys on Amazon, which is I oh. really enjoyed. The Boys. The Boys. Oh, I, I keep the boys. thinking I need to watch that, and I haven't done it. 
So I was oh, initially like I thought you turned okay. off Mm-mm. because um, like this whole thing with superhero fatigue really pisses me off, and I think we've covered that before. And like <laughs> I read a review of it, and it was like if you're tired of superhero movies except for the Joker, because nom 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 nom, you should definitely go watch <laughs> the boys. And I was like, fuck the boys. And then somebody was like recommended it. It's great. It's a great yeah. show. Loved it. It is great. It's very good. Yeah, I have it. I have it. I. It's one of those like you know what? I need some time off to be sitting there and watching it. And a lot of my binges now because you know it's, we all work. I spend time with my wife or whatever, and the last thing that she's gonna want to watch is The Boys or uh, freaking mm. Uh, mm. The Watchmen. So I have to watch that stuff on my own late at night. And so when the sun is actually up, you know, we wind up watching things. Like I, we binge-watched uh, Dollface on uh, Sunday uh, with Cat mm, Dennings. Yeah. yeah, with Cat Dennings. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, what you, wow. brother, y'all know why I, the reason I watched it, at least two reasons. Um, yeah. And we watched that, two big reasons. And we did that, and there was another show that we binged the other day. And, you know, nothing like in the superhero realm whatever so i mean I, my time off i guess has been really spent I've been reading just general stuff you know i've been reading these x-men books on the on the side and but i've just been like kind of mm-hmm. just watching general tv like nothing really specific or anything like that so yeah it's 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 been a good month off though ready to jump back into this um so the show today will be in the blurred notes and um we're doing new avengers um the Hickman version, the 2013 version of the New Avengers, and we'll talk about the different versions here in a bit. Uh, but we're going to talk about those first two issues and those kind of where Jonathan Hickman's starting to get into his groove in 2013, and which is going to lead him to doing uh, Secret Wars, which is really where his 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 uh, I guess apex for Marvel, and then he actually leaves and goes to DC for a little bit before he comes back. Um, so uh, yeah, so we'll get <laughs> to that. But, yeah, we're kind of trying to draw some parallels between uh, maybe House of X and Power of X and maybe some of the similarities that we see with Hickman while he was doing the New Avengers. So we're going to do New Avengers 1 and 2. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the post-House of X, Power of X books. We're not going to review them on the podcast yet. We're going to review them um, later in the parts of Season 8 as we get through those um, those. Uh, side angle side books as Hutch would call it uh so yeah so, all right so yeah. yeah i mean i got a lot to say about him but i'm just gonna hold it all right um so let's get to blurred notes uh blurred we're gonna spell out the word blurred uh using b-l-e-r-d i give them topics uh that have been going on in the world of comic and comic book movie news and we kind of go around the table and discuss it uh first up letter b b is for a billion y'all uh, the Joker movie, rated R, crossed a billion dollars worldwide, the first R-rated comic book movie to do that. Uh, as far as I know, of the three of us, Sam and you're the only one that saw it, and I don't think we reviewed it on mm-hmm. the podcast. So go ahead and tell us the you know, 45-second yeah. re- uh, review of The Joker. <laughs> I actually wrote down a few notes for this. Let me uh, pull it up real quick and put it on the phone. But, yeah, um, Joker, it's got... It's very gritty feel. I put down extremely well acted, extremely well acted. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix, he will get nominated and probably win the damn Academy Award for this, unless something else comes out that's um, blows people away more. Because he really does put himself into the role. You cannot dispute that in any way, shape, or form. He did a really good job in uh, um, 
putting himself into that. It's uh, it's impressive, I have to admit. And I'm not a person that's infatuated with the Joker or or Phoenix. You know, one really. And I have I went away impressed. And um, yeah, he's gonna get nominated at the very least. You can. I, after I, before seeing it, I was like, no, come on, man. He really you're just gonna mm-hmm. hand him the nomination all just like that. Yeah, he deserves it. He does. Um, yeah, it borrows a lot from Scorsese's films, like Taxi Driver, and um, what's the other one? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, very much. And some parts, uh, some parts from like uh, The Dark Knight Rises. There's a there's a part in The Dark Knight Rises that um, concerns the Joker that this heavily borrows from. I thought uh, not exactly the same, but certain parts of it. I won't go into details. I don't want to spoil anything, but. That's been out of um, so you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's always some dude like, oh, spoiler, yeah, hey, man. I don't hear that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, okay, overall, I'd say I enjoyed it. I have to admit it. It's very well made, like I said before. It's well directed. It's well acted. And it's very, it is worth seeing. But also, I would not go see it again. Because okay. when you leave this movie... You are in a down mood, man. It is a fucking downer. It is not happy fun time. It is not, you know, MCU, like, oh, wasn't that great? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I did not feel like that at all when I left. I mean, I acknowledged this was, it was good, obviously, you know. I said it again and again. It's very well made. It's, it's a good movie. I did enjoy it on that level, that it's uh, well made. And it, it is fucking dark, man. And it's going to put you in that uh, mood. By the time you leave, you're going to be like, yeah, I don't need to see that again for a while. <laughs> At least that's my take on it. There's some people that were all over it wanted to go back and see it again. Apparently, it went over a, a billion dollars, so yeah. that ought to tell you people. It was multiple uh, viewings of it, just yeah. not for me. So, I, I, it's, uh, News came out today that it was actually, you know, the talk of the sequel or whatever, even though like, the initial talk yeah, was just like Yeah, they're already but... backing up to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're already tr- trying to figure out a sequel for it which is no and i'm sure that what they're they're trying to figure out is how to bend that character into the batman movies i mean that's that's probably what they're trying to do uh so i mean that'll be a mistake in my opinion yeah dc dc gonna dc uh uh, i'm pretty much in the same boat that i was a month ago that i have no desire to see this movie whatsoever um i just i just couldn't bring myself to do it even if it was a freebie um, I just yeah. can't. Like, there's just nothing. There's nothing that. There's nothing about that that appeals to me at all. And so that's gonna be yeah. uh, kind of left off to the side. Uh, Brother Beavis, you yeah. feeling the same way? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, for all that's been made about the violence and whatever, I will. I refuse to see this, and it's because they've already come out and said like, "Hey, let's go make this movie we were gonna make anyway," and then just call it the Joker. And then that <laughs> coupled with all this, all superheroes have ruined Mar- have moved, ruined movies and shit. Fuck all them. I'll yep. never see that. It may taste like pumpkin pie, but I'll never know because I ain't going to eat the both of them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well uh, said. Well side said. brother topic, I'm kind of yeah. treating the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich that way as well. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I just can't. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm literally not eating it just to be a contrarian now. Uh, I'm like, yeah, everybody had it. I'm not eating that. Just to be, <laughs> yeah, just to be an asshole. I'm yeah. not eating that. 
So, all right. Yeah, so that's, yeah, good job on that review, Sandman. Uh, yeah, billion dollars. Appreciate it. Letter, letter L yeah. is for lightning, as in lightning's going to strike again. Uh, the Rock announced uh, that Black Lightning movie is going to come out finally. It's been rumored for years. Um, it's going to be in 2021. Yep, with The Rock starring in the mm-hmm. starring role. Uh, most information that I've read about it that will have literally nothing to do with Shazam. So they're trying to make a movie with a villain. Uh, are going to make a movie a about a villain with a person that everybody likes with The Rock. So I'm kind of curious, Brother Beavis, how, what that's going to look like. Because people can't cheer against Dwayne. They just don't do it. He's just such a popular character in person. And you're going to make a movie where he's the villain. I'm, I'm trying to see how that's going to work. Yeah, well, uh, nailing like consistent tone has not been uh, DC's uh, forte, let's say. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I mean, this has like been announced so long ago, and what they did get into the movies seemed like it had veered so far off where they started from. Who the fuck knows? Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, who does? Black Lightning, finally. I mean, this shit has been going on for like five or six years or something. I mean, he was in another whole stage of his career back when this shit was announced. Um, Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, I don't know how they're going to work this. Because, I mean, I know The Rock can make a good villain in wrestling and WWE uh, on the screen. When he's, yeah, he's usually playing the, uh, the, you know, the hero of the the, uh, movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's got to escape or kill giant crocodile, volcano, whatever the hell it is, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where he's just, yeah, he's the um, he's the all-American star and stuff that mm-hmm. you're supposed to root for. As a villain, I don't know how that's going to work out. I mean, and and plus they said that Shazam is not the which they already had a movie for. It's not going to tie into this. Nope. That's, uh, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> you can throw that up in the air and see where it lands. I have no idea what's going to happen. Two things. It tells you a lot about what they really thought of Shazam. And again, it was a fun <laughs> movie. It was just made it for was kids. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was just made yeah. for kids, which is nothing wrong with that either. I'm just saying it wasn't, you know, no. oh, it was so great. Was it? Really? It wasn't great. It was it just wasn't, a fun I would not movie, recall like, it for great. kids. It yeah. was just fine. Yeah, it was fine. But two, also, they tried to make uh, The Rock the villain in the Fast and the Furious movies. And. That the next yeah, movie, he was on the side of the good, and then they made a spinoff of him being on the side of good. It's going to be very hard yeah. for people to cheer against him. It just is. He's just so damn likable. Everybody likes him. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious as to, you know, what they're going to do with this. And plus, his powers are so kind of fantastical. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know. It, yeah. it, it'll be just interesting like, to see. Just like Shazam. Yeah, yeah. it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they go with that. Uh, and I'm sure at some point they're going to want to try to pair these two off against one another, and that'll be interesting. Uh, but, yeah, uh, at least it's finally on the schedule for DC. DC's got a bunch of movies coming out next year. Uh, the reboot of, you know, Wonder Woman's coming out. You, your Harley Quinn and some other characters movie. Uh, and, you know, they're they're on a roll here. DC and Marvel's really kind of giving them the, the gun of it for here for the next uh, year plus and a half, you know, where they only have Black Widow coming out. So uh, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if DC can take the, take the rock and run with it, literally and figuratively. All right. Letter E, except, uh, yeah, uh, Disney Plus, which we're going to talk about for letter D to spoil it. 
uh, Disney Plus has all this programming coming out primarily later into next year. And a lot of the stuff that is tied into the MCU, a lot of the uh, actors that were in the movies are lending their voice stuff, uh, voice to characters like in a cartoon or they're co-starring in some of the TV shows or whatever. And so in an interview with Chadwick Boseman, who was out promoting his movie, his new movie, 21 Bridges, they were like, hey, are you going to, um, you know, star in any of these shows, be on a TV show? And he was like, no, um, <laughs> I got a lot of things to do and none of that stuff is, has to do with franchises or whatever. And I wrote a bit today at, at BrothersComics.com essentially about how Chadwick Boseman is really doing his best to keep T'Challa at arm's length because I don't think he wants to be known as T'Challa forever because of the typecasting that can come yeah. with it. And he doesn't have to look, and he doesn't have to look very yeah. far except to Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, who, you know, it's gonna, it's hard mm. for people to see them outside of being Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. So my question yep. to y'all, you know, should Chadwick Boseman, you know, be like, hey, man, everybody's doing it. I'm going to do it, too. Or, you know, hey, I don't want to get typecast essentially as, you know, Black Panther Urkel, Brother Beavis. You know, like I can't play any. <laughs> I'm Shalil White, but I really can't be anybody but the child. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think the other part of it, too, is like, you know, it's not like MCU. Like, it's not like they picked like first time people with no other life or career and made a successful movie. Right. It's like there was a rich. um I mean, there was a rich uh, sort of roster of directors and actresses and talents and everything else in, in the black community that was never tapped in any mainstream way. And just because there was mainstream success doesn't mean that everywhere else that they were already working and contributing and creating went away, right? So it's like, right. you, it's you know, mm -hmm. Ryan Coogler apparently has better things to do than to jump right back into uh, you know, Black Panther. I mean, he's... Right. Oscar winning stuff going on so mm -hmm. I think I think yeah. that's part of it too is like yeah it's great that we had this opportunity it's great that we had this success but you didn't Marvel didn't make many of these people you know it just mm -hmm. they did they did break them in a yeah. big way in a big mainstream way but that doesn't change whatever they were doing and what their interests and passions were before now so mm -hmm. I think you know respect mm -hmm. for like you know keeping the things that were hard going and not just latching on to the thing that became easy. Right. A, mm. a part of my article today was like, if you look at nerd culture in terms of like TV and movies, you know, people that wind up in culturally iconic roles in science fiction, comic books and sci you know, all that, they really kind of get stuck with that. You know, the, the notable exception yeah. is Harrison Ford, but the rest mm, of yeah. them, it's really difficult for them to break out. Can you think of anybody that had like an iconic comic book or sci-fi role that broke out into something else outside of Harrison Ford? And maybe Shatner, because Shatner did a bunch of TV. But beyond that, can yeah. you think of anybody else that was like, oh, you know, I was this person, but, you know, I was Luke Skywalker. I mean, like Mark Hamill's the big example because yeah. he could never get out of yeah. being Luke Skywalker. Can you think of any other ones that got um, out of it? Uh, um, kind of Picard, um, Patrick Stewart, but yeah. he had a career before that, though. Um, um, I don't know, yeah. and he's because he he got out of that and went to X Men, so I I don't know. It's I don't know. There ain't a lot of them, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Can't yeah, think of any. 
Yeah, I just, I mean, I couldn't think of anybody when I was writing it. I was just like, I can't think of anybody that, like, had that role. And then when you add the fact that they're black, like, that's really like a double-edged sword because mm-hmm. then yeah. you really get typecast or whatever. You know, I use the examples not to say that these people are, Chadwick Boseman is on par with, the, you know, Urkel or Jimmy Walker or uh, freaking <laughs> Arnold, you know, for whatever, you know, like uh, Arnold Jackson, you know wow. what I'm saying? Like those people are just like defined yeah. by those roles. And they can't do anything else, you know. They can't and, do anything else, yeah. yeah R.I.P. Uh, uh, Arnold Jackson. And uh, it, it, it's just weird, you know, like, I mean, Fonzie, like, you know, he later on he had a career, but, you know, he couldn't do anything after being, you know, the Fonzie. Took him a long time, though. Time. Shit, yeah, freaking exactly. o- yeah. Opie Cunningham, uh, uh, freaking Ron Howard. He had to go direct. <laughs> Ron he had Howard. to go direct. Yeah. You know, to get out of yeah, for years. Deal. Yeah, for about being Opie. Yeah. So yeah. it's just, it's that's a true. smile. So, all right. Yeah, that's E. Uh, it, it's just interesting that he's not even going to lend his voice to, like, the what if cartoon. Like, he just doesn't want anything to do wow. with the child. Uh, so that's, <laughs> well, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it is. All right. Letter R. This one ought to be fun. R is for release the Snyder Cut. Uh, now, Brother Beavis, you are not on the Twitters, uh, but Sandman and I are. And the whole hashtag era of all these people that love the Justice League movie or hated the fact that they did not release, again, the Snyder Cut, which, you know, and again, if you looked at the trailers and stuff before the movie that actually got released, there was a lot of footage that you was like, where the hell was this in the movie? And so they've been pining for this cut of the movie that Snyder has. They've bought billboards. They've flown planes. Mm. I mean, they've done... They've become general annoyances all over the place about this damn Snyder cut of this movie. And so this week, the stars of Justice League, Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, and Ian Henry Cavill, Mm -hmm. uh, were hashtagging release the Snyder cut. So, Sandman, you know this world of and uh by the way those people are absolutely nuts like if i when i start on release the snyder cut people <laughs> i'm sure to get trolled for hours so sandman um what do you yeah. think do we do we even want to see a snyder cut do you think it could even actually be any better or maybe even worse than the original uh, theatrical version of jefferson Based on what I know of Zack Snyder so far, I'd never want to see another cut of anything he makes, to be honest with you. Um, the guy, just in my book, he's just not a very good director. He just he completely misinterpreted and interpreted and, and interpreted what Batman, Superman, and well, Wonder Woman. He I guess he didn't mess up because he didn't really do much with her. They had to kind of already establish who she was. But he fucked up Batman and Superman. My God. Mm-hmm. I was aghast at what he did with those <laughs> characters. And so for me, oh, hell no. I don't ever want to see anything else that he makes, <laughs> whatever cut. Yeah, they, they say that he's actually got a, like a bunch of different cuts of the movie, which mm-hmm. sounds about right to me because he's, he seems indecisive as hell of what he wants to do with some of his stuff. I mean, have you ever seen Sucker Punch? It is a Oh God, it's, it's, it's so, it is so yes. terrible. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed Three Hundred for what it is, but you know, it's it's not great either. To be honest yeah. with you, I mean, it's uh, he's not. Yeah, he's just not that the person in, in my um, in my opinion. And we've talked about this a bunch over the, the years. <laughs> Go from that damn movie. He's he he was a bad choice for that. And yeah. DC fanatics will will say that shit is if they ever actually do like some miracle come out with it they'll hail it as the 
biggest, best thing in cinema ever mm-hmm. because they are crazy, sycophant, and yes. I just all they all they want to do is uh, worship that thing. I mean, it's, yeah, it's weird. It, it, it's it beyond is. weird, and I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a weird. Uh, I would use the word it's a not cult. lightly cult. Yes, a cult like yeah, fandom, cult. which is very yeah. uh, not fun. Uh, again, I, I no. did something the other day about like making fun of these people, and I got trolled literally for an hour. And I'm like, you know what? Let wow. me go ahead and mute this tweet because I don't even feel like dealing with this right now because it's just, yeah, you know, you it's go. ridiculous. Like I'm like, come on, man, y'all you can't say anything against them. Yeah, yeah, you can't say anything bad about it. Yeah, you, so you're going to yeah, release this gather movie. Gather their little crazy friends up. Yeah, you're going to yeah. release this movie. And, I mean, <laughs> Brother Beavis, if that movie existed and WB DC thought that they could make one red penny more off of Justice League, wouldn't they have wouldn't released that damn movie? You would think so. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I would say, like, how about instead of the Snyder Cut, make a decent sequel? Like reboot, mm. start over. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. use the property and and do something legitimate with it. I mean, the other thing I think is ironic too is like when these fans of that movie are pining for the Snyder cut, are they not agreeing with us that it sucked? Yeah. Like that there's a better movie to be made, which is our point all this time. It's like that these this is not an inherently bad movie. You just made yeah. a shitty movie. So make go. better movies. That's all any of us want. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I just can't Seems imagine enough. that. I mean, and again, I can imagine that an executive or whatever saw the Snyder cut and was like, yeah, no, we can't put this out because it, for whatever reason. But I know if they thought they could make any money off of that. And even with all these freaking vocal minority of fans, if they thought that those people were going to support it they would put that shit out. I mean, it, 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 I used the example the other day with somebody. It's like it's like Kevin Smith fans. You know what? It's going to be the same 35 mm-hmm. people go and see that movie. It's not like it's like this <laughs> groundswell of people that want to go see, you know, another Jay and Bob movie or whatever, fill in the blank movie. It's Nobody wants to go see another Justice right. League movie besides those 35 people. So, all right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, release. The sad part people. is they made a billion dollars <laughs> with Aquaman, right? Yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So yeah. how how did you fail to make a billion dollars with the Justice League if you made a yeah. billion dollars with Aquaman? Aquaman. How did yeah. you how did Zach you fail Snyder. to make a billion dollars with Batman and Superman? Mm-hmm. And Batman Zach and Superman. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're two iconic characters. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah they, there you go. Yeah. They're they're they biggest characters, and they screwed that all up. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. All right. Letter D, y'all, is for Disney Plus. Hey, uh, it finally premiered on November the twelfth. Uh, I guess the first question is: Is did you both subscribe? I'm assuming yes. Uh, uh, yes. yes. Okay. I guess <laughs> so. I might. I I think I got in a day late. My my seven day trial might have just subscribed, and they might now be hitting my wallet. Or my yeah. seven day <laughs> trial might have ended. Yeah, yeah, I understood. My, my wallet okay. might have just got hit by it. Yeah, I understood. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it did premiere. Um, there was the first day it had, um, you know, Avengers uh, Infinity War ticket problems as people were trying to access it. And it was like, please hold on, uh, because everybody was accessing it all at once. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to say this. And, you know, for people that, you know, we tend to skew a little bit older for the podcast or whatever. So that's fine. Um, 
I like I get the appeal for a lot of the stuff, even for us as being older fans. But also, like, people are like, oh, you know, I'm going to go watch Darkwing Duck and, and all this other. I'm like, I, I mean, I, um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I guess if that's what you're going to go and do. But I can't, I mean, yeah. that definitely isn't yeah. like, you know, what the reason that I got it for was to go watch Darkwing Duck reruns or Chippendale and the Rescue Rangers. <laughs> like, that ain't really it for me. But, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there are some stuff on there. So have you watched anything, Brother Beavis? <laughs> so, uh, after I binge watched Darkwing Duck, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, although, like your first question on the text chain was like, "Have you seen The Mandalorian?" and my comment back was going to be, "You guys might have started at the top of Disney Plus. I started at the bottom. I went directly <laughs> to Avengers: United We Stand and, oh! and started watching this." <laughs> here, here. here. I got a story. I got a story too. Uh, we were laying in the bed the Uh-oh. other day, and I told the kids, "I was like, yeah, this was the Avengers cartoon they put on, uh, thinking that it would pass, and just through the theme song, they was like, bro, there's uh, oh no, there's some funny things about it. Like, um, the one thing is like, I think they got way closer to the actual characterization of Hawkeye." Except mm. he's essentially Wolverine without claws. Like they mm. need to, yeah, basically, they need to pair him back down a little bit. The yeah. other thing is Same like irritating personality. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Tigra <laughs> can literally do nothing without the row sound effect. And similarly, <laughs> like every time Falcon Jeez. like moves or says anything, it's like Caw! in the background. <laughs> there's so there's oh, God. there's so much so bad it's good in that show, yeah. and it's just so obviously an action figure commercial. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Mwah. Thank yeah. you, Disney Plus. Mwah. Yeah. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chef kiss. Mwah. Yeah, that's bad. I, 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 I yeah. did. I went through all the. And I, I'm gonna watch the black hole next. That's that's Ooh, the next boy. hole. Oh that's yeah, I want to see that Come too. On, Come on, man. That's awful. There's <laughs> Ice Bandits on there too. Is that was that that other oh, bad freaking Disney movie? Oh. God. Time Bandits? That's not Time Bandits. Time Bandits? Yeah. 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 Is, Time Bandits, I don't think it's Disney. Yeah. I would watch that, too. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just, I'm, I, I'm I just going to keep delivering body blows to my childhood and watching yeah. stuff <laughs> like I like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was your problem? What, what were you thinking? Yeah. But when you go through that movie, the the Marvel thing that does with the cartoons or whatever, there is um, a bunch. Like, it's like, oh, let's look at this, like the Iron Man, like show that was on or fantastic four and just get through the theme songs and the and the mm. uh and the art or the drawing and it's just like man i don't know about this i mean again it was good for what mm. it was in the moment but to go back and watch it and be like oh yeah i remember mm, yeah, it's a little oh, bit man. rough man it's a little rough yeah so, yeah more than a little yeah. bit yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I got a mini story too yeah go ahead when, whenever you whenever you get done yeah so like i, I after watching um, Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, of course, that's the first, yes, I didn't have a for that, and, yeah. and watched that first, at least a couple of the, the first, like, three episodes. I happened to see Spider-Woman from oh. the early 80s. Oh, yeah. I had I completely forgotten about that damn cartoon. So for Marvel. Very good reasons. Yeah. And, yeah, I, 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 dared to, I dared to turn on an episode, and, whew, oh, my God, there's... <laughs> They may, they may be doing better by taking some of that shit off. Cause my God, I, I like, 
three minutes and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I, I got other shit I can be doing. And this is a terrible fucking cartoon. Wow. <laughs> they use the yeah. same animations, you know. You know how the 80s style, the, the, mm. the Hanna-Barbera reused the same shit over and over again. Just like the damn 60s Spider-Man. Uh, mm. uh, the same shot. Her flying, kind of wavering. <laughs> she flies back and forth and the same venom she got a venom attack and then it's oh god it is for some reason they have a child with them this uh, uh, some guy with and they're, they're a news team and they're flying all over the world in this helicopter and it is it's scooby-doo superhero mm. shit and it is wow god fucking awful uh, yeah. don't do it don't watch don't it. don't do it yeah so, yeah so yeah. yeah some some of them are <laughs> they should have left in the vault but I did have a good laugh, so. Wow, well, yeah, I, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, like I said, it, it it has that nostalgia bit for a moment, and then when you start watching it, like, that Fantastic Four cartoon actually gets decent later, but those early episodes are rough. There's some, there's some god-awful points in it, too. You disagree? It never got good? Never gets good. After seeing the Johnny Storm rap, that he does well, in one of the episodes. Yeah, oh bad. my God, that pretty much ended it for me. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I gotta go with Beavis. I don't disagree with you on that. Uh, I, I think it gets better. The Hulk cartoon's kind of the same way. It's just, yeah. I, I, I used mean, to again, watch the Hulk cartoon. It's yeah, yeah, it's terrible now, but yeah, yeah, I used to watch that stuff back in the day. Yeah, so, it's just like yeah. I said, it, it becomes one of those things. It's just like you know, like man, this I, I know this was really cool when I was little. It does not age well, a lot of it. And, I mean, even shows no, like Spider-Man and their amazing friends ages better than the more contemporary stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it knew yeah. it was yeah. cheesy. Like, it, it, you know, it was playing it for the yuck-yucks. Like, whereas this was, like, trying to take itself kind of seriously, and it makes it worse. Um, so, yeah. So, good luck on yeah, that part. I have to agree with it. But most of everything <laughs> yeah. that anybody's really talking about on Disney Plus right now is The Mandalorian, which is the original Star Wars programming. Uh, so we'll jump into it here in a little bit. I'm assuming that y'all both watched the two episodes. Um, it's really like um, yes, reading a, a modern era comic book because I've all you had to do it. was. Oh, not at all? Nope. Spoilers oh, about okay. Spoilers about Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. So, oh, no. I, didn't see I, I know the spoiler. <laughs> Like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not one of those people. I was like, oh, there's a spoiler? Let me look this yeah. shit up. Let me save myself an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, essentially, uh, it's about a Mandalorian, and there's, you know, he's out collecting bounties, and the one of the biggest bounty is on something, some character, which winds up being a, a baby Yoda, um, which is uh, revealed in, is it the end of episode one? Yeah, at the end of episode one, and then there's a, you know, about trying to get Baby Yoda off this planet in episode two. Um, it's very well done. It's very well, I'm going to say acted, but the dialogue is probably less than a thousand words in both episodes all put yeah, together. It's, it's very, very little dialogue. Yeah, yeah it seems, Especially in the it, first episode. Yeah, it's like a Western, yeah. really, almost. Uh, it is. I've heard that and, a lot. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. And, um, but in a good way, because I don't watch Westerns, and this has actually been kind of entertaining. Uh, my history mm-hmm. of dealing with Star Wars stuff outside of the Skywalker saga is very thin. You know, never, you know, only read a few comic books here and there, never read any of the extended universe books, you know, a couple of cartoons or whatever. So this era is set five years after Return of the Jedi. Um, 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just kind of in this, you know, kind of uncharted area here with this character, you know. Uh, but, again, two episodes in, it's very enjoyable. Sam, man, what do you think? Um, very high production values. Uh, they definitely spent a lot of money on they this spent shit. Some money. It yes, is movie quality. It is movie quality, and yeah, um, it's it, it surprised me a little bit. It's the the pacing of it, and how like we said that they uh, how little dialogue there was in the first episode. You know, because he's you know he's kind of like Clint Eastwood in a western. He doesn't talk a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. The Mandalorian, you know, he, under, under his helmet and stuff. We don't know what we don't know what he looks like. He never takes his helmet off. Um, yeah, he's kind of just collects his bounties, and does his business, and he's. I don't want to give away what's going on. Just, uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's on a mission uh, to recover a certain item, and um, it's very much old school western. Exactly, and yeah. I think that exactly describes it. And uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah. far, and like every day it, when it comes out, I guess does it come out Friday again? The next day, yeah, so? I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna jump on it when it comes out, so I'm yeah. enjoying it. I yeah, like it's, it uh, no binge watching in that regard for the new original programming, from what I hear. Brother yeah. Beavis, are you just yeah. in it for the MCU stuff coming later? Because it seems like that's gonna be essential. No, I have, I want to watch it because um, I heard it's good, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm thirsty for something good in the Star Wars universe, like everybody else, because they did right. they did as dirty uh, last year. So, um, <laughs> I just I haven't got around to it. I got I got some more swill to chug down before I get to the cream at the top yeah. of the uh, of the streaming service. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I think it's eight episodes, maybe, and they're only about a half an hour each. I think, um, or maybe I a was going. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah. Yeah, they're very I wish short. they would be a little longer. Yeah, I yeah, was no, surprised I, I, how short they yeah. are. I, actually, I'm perfectly fine with them being a half an hour because I don't know that an hour, you know, I think an hour that might become very redundant because even at a half an hour, it's a little bit redundant. So, at least the first two episodes. But, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. But really, I'm, in, I'm just in it primarily at this point just for the MCU stuff. Like, bring me that stuff the sooner the better. You know, give me Captain Mainly, Win- yeah. yeah, give me Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier. Give me, give me all that yeah, stuff. What That's if. what I'm looking for. I really want yeah, to see exactly. that what if. Yeah, exactly. That looks I did, good. Yeah, I did yeah. start Peggy Carter the other night. Um, I did start Agent uh, Carter the again the every night, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen it, that's very, that's very oh. well worth watching. Uh, yeah, it's that's very, very good, good. Mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, so good job yeah. Disney Plus, good rollout. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff, yep. some stuff that I, you know, that they go through and look at. But yeah, so uh, I did. I, oh, I have like the other a, problem. Go ahead. I, I was going to say so the the other problem that I've run into is there's one thing is the di- the digital rights, like, right, all the streaming services have all the content split up. Yeah. But now the other thing is hardware compatibility. Like, because I, I took all my mm-hmm. Fire Sticks off because I can stream on my Xfinity X1 box. Well, they're not mm-hmm. down with Disney yet. So mm-hmm. it's like I got to hook up the damn Fire Stick again or watch on an <laughs> iPad. Like, y'all are killing me. Like, yeah. can you just, can we just make <laughs> yeah. this a monopoly and everybody goes in so everything's in one place? Like, mm-hmm. ugh, it's killing mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I understand. I get, I get it. Something I didn't know that was a thing, and uh, is I have my TV downstairs, which is like the 4K or whatever, and you can stream stuff in that, and I'm like watching Infinity War, of course, or no, uh, Endgame. 
and uh, I'm like, oh, wow, this is like really clear or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's just really like having the DVD because when you go under like uh, extras or details or whatever, like all the extended scenes are there, the cut scenes, the director's commentary, yeah. like all that stuff is there, like having it on the DVD. And I was just like, oh, I may never buy another DVD again if I can just have it all there, yeah. you know, at my disposal. Uh, so, yeah. Well done. And it's, you know, not that they listen to us. It's not blocked at my job yet. So that's helpful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Netflix is blocked, but this ain't blocked yet. So we'll, we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Yeah. Good job, Disney Plus. All right. So that concludes Blurred Notes. Uh, we're going to jump into our books tonight. Like we said, we're going to do the new Avengers 2013 version. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the other versions of the new Avengers. Um but I had two questions before we got to that. So we're talking about the end of 2012, 2013. I was not collecting at this particular time because my oldest at the time would have been, what, eight? Uh, and then my youngest would have been six. So I wasn't collecting because there was just no way I was going to be able to have the time or the space or the money to be reading comic books. Brother Beavers, were you collecting in 2012, 13? No, because I had a toddler and I had just moved into a new house. Yeah. So I had chores and no yeah. time. So, yeah. yeah. Sandman, were you collecting at this time? Uh, Negatron. Uh, I want to say Batman, but that's the wrong uh, company. But um, no, I um, with all the damn re- renumberings and shit, I I was sick of that shit. So I was like, yeah. man. Until when y'all get when call me when y'all get back to normal. I don't know what the fuck's yeah. going on. So yeah, I was in protest at the time. Yeah, Yeah, and the the new Avengers thing is kind of confusing because it started out as one thing and then went completely different by the time we get to this particular version. And, you know, when we were pre-doing this particular podcast, Sandman, you read a different version of this. It was like the first two issues. No, not not those first two issues. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, the first two issues of another one. Yeah, we had this problem with the Ultimate. It was a a good series, by the way, but yeah, Yeah. I read the wrong shit. Thanks a lot. Yeah, we had this problem with the Ultimate as well. Um, and so it's so this version here is the Illuminati version, not the new Avengers version that came out of what was the series that came out of that brother Beavis where the first new Avengers came. There was it came it spun out of some sort of event. Now I can't remember which was one it, it was. Um, it was like the heroic age or something like that. And yeah. I, yeah, I think it was like one of the things that I read about it when it first came out was they were like, yeah, it used to be like when the Avengers first came out, it was like the biggest characters in Marvel came together, and then right. it then it right. stopped being that, and so they're like, well, why can't it be Spider Man and Wolverine and Luke Cage? Why can't it yeah. be those people? Every, so that's kind literally of literally every other team, yeah. Right. So that's <laughs> kind of where yeah. the the concept of the new Avengers came from, and this is yeah, this is completely different. Yeah, and this yeah, yeah. So the first version was in like the early aughts, and then we get these mm-hmm. uh, relaunches here. And yeah, it you know it became something where other heroes started to step up, and you get like different versions of the of the new Avengers as well as different creative teams or whatever. But I mean, it's really, I mean, I, I think I kind of remember getting free comic book day versions of some of these things, like when Wolverine and Luke Cage and like the Thing were like Avengers or something, and then they would mix in like yeah. a couple of like classic Avengers, like it was Cap and some and Thor and the others or whatever. But, you know, for the most part, this version here, uh, which I think is volume three, 
I had no idea what this one was. Okay, so this is the Illuminati version of the New Avengers. Uh, and if you don't remember the Illuminati, this is a group of Marvel he- uh, heroes, air quotation, <laughs> a group of Marvel <laughs> heroes that were um, like basically put in charge of making the major decisions for whatever happened on Earth 616 or whatever Earth this fucking is. Like they, they are the ones that are going to make the decisions. They put themselves in charge. Correct. Yeah. And the biggest thing that yeah. they had done in terms of the comic books or whatever, I think at that point was where they banished the Hulk off into Battle Planet, which led to, um, you know, World War Hulk or, Hulk or whatever. World War Hulk. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on the Illuminati? I know Hutch has like a, a major dislike for this particular group of people. Brother Beavis, uh, you had said that, you know, as we get into this book, none of these people are likable. Yeah, I, I don't like any of them because like... Um... Mr. Fantastic is the worst part of the Fantastic Four. Um, Iron Man, <laughs> other than the fact that Robert Downey Jr. made him a central character of the movie universe, sucks. Uh, Black Bolt is the the quintessential vanilla big man who just backs up, you know, the, the whoever has the belt at the time. Yeah. Namor is just out of control. Um, yeah. Professor X, I mean, we've run him on every X-Men podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and rightfully so. Doctor Strange is like, yeah, whatever, you know, just like off in his own world. So, yeah, I, uh, this is like I'm, I, there's no protagonist in this series for me. Yeah. Yeah, it, I yeah. think the person that if there was one, it would be T'Challa uh, because he's yeah. maybe one the one that's probably most rooted in reality but also i think this is the this is the t'challa that we wind up seeing in the mcu movies as well like he's the basis of those of that particular character because spinning out Mm -hmm. of this eventually is going to become um secret wars 3 and you know spoiler alert you know at the end of secret wars 3 t'challa you know owns and wears the the infinity gauntlet and all the infinity gems so all right but before we get into all of that Let's get into New Avengers number one. Jonathan Hickman was Steve Epting, I think, is there. And we have a scene set. It's in black and white. And T'Challa, essentially when the Illuminati was making their move to, like, hey, we're going to do this and control what's the all the happenings that goes on on Earth. You know, he's basically like, um, this is not a good idea. You know, y'all, this is, nobody can be trustworthy in this. What's going to happen when you guys disagree? This is going to be very dangerous. My note says, and as usual, the only black guy in the meeting speaks and everybody ignores him. Um, and uh, nobody, nobody, nobody listens to him. And then we cut to the present day and Reed is giving a speech about how everything dies and everything is inevitable. Okay, so you guys are just first coming around to these books. So kind of based on that introduction and, you know, Reed's little speech at the beginning, what was your, you know, early entry into this, Brother Beaver? Yeah, so, I mean, for me, it was at least clear, like, what was in the past and and what was not in the present. And then I was trying to, like, the the one thing I think that was striking to me is once, like, Cap gets involved, I was trying to place it, um, like, in, in where it goes. But I guess he comes in a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I took mm-hmm. Reed as like, I mean, he's talking like in physics terms, everything yeah. is the end. So I didn't take anything like yeah. emergency crisis mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I kind of knew these dudes. I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it jumps backwards into 26 hours ago in Wakanda. And you have this young group of Wakandan explorers. I think they're called the Makers. 
are out on this exploration that was, has been set up obviously by, you know, T'Challa or the royal family or whatever for them to find something. And they find this artifact. They act, they use blood to have to activate it. And it shows this map of the solar system. And then T'Challa appears, you know, you guys are the winners of this contest. You know, the stars are going to be, you know, your reward. And, you know, hey, man, everything's good. You know, the makers are the future of Wakanda. But once again, black people can't have nice things. And this portal appears mm-hmm. and a rhino runs through it. And everybody's like, whoa, what spooked that thing? And T'Challa tells them, hey, stay here. Um, and he steps in through the portable portal and inside the portal, he sees like another earth, like, you know, this, you know, in the sky or whatever. Literally. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a group of people descend down from that particular earth. My note says aliens, but I'm assuming that they're earthlings, but we'll get to that in a minute. And of course, the makers don't listen and they come through against the child's orders. And, you know, like, hey, you know, let's make first contact with these aliens. Hello, we are from Wakanda. And it's a bunch of red suits from Star Trek, essentially. Um, <laughs> or red shirts. The three uh, of them. They, yeah. yeah, they get laid waste completely here. And, um, quickly. You know, yeah. Yeah. And then we have our, our, our villain, air quotations here, our villain, which is the Black Swan. Um, so Sandman, you know, what are you thinking about this here? We get a new Earth in the sky. Bunch of black people get yeah, killed, it, and T'Challa is uh, gets to be the hero here. Yeah, yeah. It's first of all, it seems like they just couldn't wait to kill some black people in this shit. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> they, they they didn't last until yeah. page ten or whatever page that was. Yeah, and, you know, didn't this, get that far. This, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought this chick when I first lo- looked at her, what's her name, Black Swan? I thought mm-hmm. I was like, who is this? Magic? I was looking, it's like she got mm-hmm. them stupid horns coming out of her head. I thought for a split second it was her, but it's not. It's not. She, um, yeah, she's speaking another language, you know, the alien language. I thought she might be like a sorceress or something at first, but I don't think she's that either. We still mm-hmm. don't know exactly what she is. Um, yeah, you don't really know what the hell's going on <laughs> because out. Other than like killing three black people really quick, and you know she's already on my bad side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's powerful. I mean, even T'Challa's having problems fending her off, and um, and the little hit squad uh, that she's got with him, he you know he's fighting them, and um, yeah, I, I really don't know what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah. at this point. So I was like, which is kind of normal in these. World-spanning comics, universe-ending comics. You don't ever know what the hell that plot well, is at first. So I'm just kind of like, all right. Putting that book in perspective. Let's keep it going. Yeah, putting the book yeah. in perspective in 2013, and even with some kind of modern-day comics or the non-Hickman books that we've read, I mean, in those mm-hmm. seven pages, I mean, you got a lot of dialogue and a lot a of lot. information mm-hmm. to process. Um, because there's a whole lot going on in those short few amount of pages, which again, like I started to appreciate because of, you know, like you're trying to kind of figure out Hickman for these books that we're going to talk about later, like trying to kind of get an idea of what he might be trying to do in terms of like kind of building this world and building this story. Um, so yeah, so they go back through the portal, the last red shirt gets his head popped off or whatever, and that sends T'Challa into, Mm -hmm. you know into a rage he a beats rage. up the rest of the foot clan and then there's a device that <laughs> the um that the black swan has so she has a device that she's going to use to blow up that other earth air quotation um and then you know after she does that t'challa pops her upside the head and then that's it and then we're off into the next day you know like i said it 
there's a lot going on initially in this book mm-hmm. and it was you know it was a lot going on uh i mean i i, I you know i don't know the wheel is relentless yeah. brother b it's like that's her big line and did you think that you had an idea of what was happening initially there because I, to me it was a little kind of hard to follow in terms of the writing and the, the art there because it didn't really mm-hmm. depict it to me yeah definitely because this was like a whole new cadre of people and from the villain perspective and um you know even like i think i i've read forward a few issues from here and like i i'm following it but like i don't know where it's going in a sense so yeah i mean right. it's it's definitely something um and it's definitely like one of the things we've argued about modern comics is like um i can shit longer than it takes to read most of them yes. and you know <laughs> this would definitely be like a play day a payday shit um, yeah for sure <laughs> if it, to, to finish it so yeah so yeah. i mean there's I mean, like, yeah in and of itself like it it's like i don't i don't know if i get it i don't know if where it's going but i think we've come to consider that's like kind of the mark of a good book in a sense mm-hmm. like as yeah. you, mm. you wonder what's coming and and you clearly see they're telling a story so it's good in that mm-hmm. regard yeah no I, I i felt that way when i first started reading it and i was just like oh okay i'm not sure oh, what's what's going on here and i'm reading these digitally so i'm like i'm really like kind of confused i can't you know like press that page and look or whatever and i'm like oh okay i think i got what's going on uh, the next day, though, T'Challa's like, well, that's messed up since Earth, there was an Earth on Earth that I could see, and then it got blown up. And so he has to call in the people that he doesn't know, that he didn't want to. He has to call in the Illuminati, and, you know, they kind of all get their little side panel roll call uh, to for them to wind up wind, wind up at the end of issue one of all of them coming to Wakanda, you know. So it's just like, oh, okay, we got a little bit of action. We bring in the team of people that we know are going to be the basis for the book. Well, maybe not at the time, but they're going to bring in this group of people. So, you know, issue one is a good read. It lays a good base. And before we get into issue two, uh, issue two, same thing, Hickman and Epting, Epting uh, Steve Epting, uh, what I did enjoy, I don't know if y'all did too, I, I enjoyed the previously on X-Men recaps at the beginning. Uh, did y'all like that part? I can't read that without going previously on New Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't the only one. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, did, yeah. yeah speaking, I did like that. Uh, speaking of which, um, on the X-Men the Animated Series on Disney+, Plus, you can skip the mm-hmm. theme song. Like, who the fuck is doing that? Why would you? <laughs> that's the main reason that's one of the main reasons to watch it Jesus like why would you do that like why am I skipping the theme song like okay anyway exactly right, so, uh, the, the title of yeah, the it's all downhill is, from there after <laughs> depends on what season uh, yeah so uh, In Secret They Rule is the uh, the subtitle for this book uh, and it opens, opens with the holders of the infinity gems and there are gems in here not stones like in the MCU and so each person has that tells which gem that they have. So Namor has the power gem, Reed, reality, Iron Man, space, Captain America, time, Doctor Strange, soul, Black Panther has none, and Professor X has the mind stone, uh, but he is missing. Well, he ain't missing. He is the stone is missing. Uh, Professor Xavier is dead because he was killed in Avengers versus X Men. <laughs> so. Um, 
Terrible. Yeah, you know, and and doing my. Did you say or... Black Panther had none, and and Black Bolt went wee 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 all the way home? Oh, yeah. that what I heard? <laughs> yeah, that shit did. But the funny thing is, too, um, event, I was reading and, this, and, and, I was and like, actually, back to the question you answered, you asked earlier, why were you not reading comics at this time? Because of yes. Avengers versus X Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just about to say, <laughs> I was reading a recap of those books, trying to place some timeline stuff uh, today, and I was like, "Woo, the Phoenix Five! Mm. Lord uh, have mercy!" That alone, that uh, alone. Week, Phoenix Five versus Force Factor. Yeah, hey, hey, there you go. Um, that, sound, mean, hey, that sounds like somebody we would fight in Force yeah, Factor. Yeah, uh, I mean, Lord have mercy. I, I, there, yeah. there was a portion of me, and there's a note in my notes that says we might have to revisit that just for the shit of it. But I don't think I can do it. Um, man, <laughs> I don't that's, know if I can get through that. Yeah. That's Secret Wars yeah. two territory for me um, because I remember those books and I remember reading them, and I also remember going, "Well, this is really stupid. Y'all just did this as a device <laughs> to do what?" I'm like, I didn't get it like at all. Like, what in the world is happening here? So anyway, There's a sequence right. in there where it's like it's a cool Peter Parker sequence, but essentially, Phoenix-empowered mm-hmm. Colossus is punching him dead in the face while holding him on the ground, and he lives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Right. I mean, I get it. That was a cool Peter Parker scene, but you gonna die. You cannot yeah. live from regular Colossus punch, let alone yeah. Phoenix Colossus. Yeah, it's just a, it's a, those Phoenix Colossus. My God. Yeah. Yeah, That's Phoenix terrible. Colossus, yeah. Phoenix Cyclops, Phoenix. It, it, it was just a mess, those books. Phoenix oh. Namor. Oh, yeah. yeah, Hope Summers. Oh, yeah. Lord. All right, anyway, so I do. <laughs> so Black Swan is captured, and Reed is doing his interrogation, interrogating. He, she's like, I don't fear pain. He's like, let's just talk. Why did you destroy the other planet you came from? You know, she's like, you know, it was Earth. You already knew that. It was just a different Earth, you know, and why did you destroy your home? You know, and the wheel, the wheel, the wheel is her big thing about, you know, it demanded an offering or whatever. And then he goes into this bit about, like, bitch, why was you crying then? If it was had to happen, why was you crying last night? <laughs> and she's like, you have no idea what is coming. And, you know, and he's like, tell me. And, you know, and then it cuts off into a whole nother scene, you know. And again, like you're saying, Brother Beavis, like, this is a read and we read this new fantastic four reboot this is a read that like they essentially are going to send away when the fantastic four go away here in a few months you know because like people are like this this version of reed richards is so boring and so predictable like nobody wanted it Mm -hmm. this is also the reed richards that can't close the deal with sue storm so, yeah. <laughs> yeah <so. laughs> this is also the Reed Richards, and I made a joke on a different podcast that uh, Reed Richards is like a camel for sex. Now, he's probably good every three months. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this is the Reed Richards that sleeps on the couch most nights. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it, it, it wow. is what it is. Wow. But yeah, this is just not a good version. And so one hour ago, though, as it tells a, t- a tale a little bit backwards, the Black Panther has Namor in a secure location in Wakanda, and the door Milaje are like, what the fuck you got this dude here for? And again, this is <laughs> where I was trying to put this back where this was. Okay, so in Avengers versus X-Men, there was a time where Namor infused with his Phoenix fifth, his fifth of the Phoenix, 
uh, wind up going mm-hmm. to Wakanda and killing a bunch of Wakandans, like thousands of Wakandans, as a part of the Phoenix Five. Um, and so Namor's got you new Wakanda. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you can't say it. It's terrible. <laughs> Phoenix Five. Phoenix, Phoenix Five. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. And so yeah, it's bad. Yeah, so she's, you know, so they're like, why are you having him here? Namor's like, don't tell anybody, especially anybody in the royal family. You keep him here. And then he goes to talk to Namor. And it's like, you know, <laughs> don't be talking to nobody else in here. Don't talk to nobody. Don't, whatever. And Namor's <laughs> such a dick. Like, and he's such a freaking dick in this thing. He's like, yeah, yeah so. Straight up dick. Yeah, yeah, so was, you know, were, were you wrong? Why are you calling us now? Like, you before you said we was wrong, but now you calling us? Were you desperate now? Like, what is it? I mean, he's the perfect foil for Black Panther 2, by the way. Like, I yeah. really think that, yeah. yeah, he would be perfect for this. Uh, I don't know how you do it. I, I don't know, but he would be perfect, and you, he's definitely not a face. He's a heel for sure. They, he's a they, straight they, up heel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the casting, but if they find the right person there, they could really be in charge of uh, something nice there. So, um, Black mm, Panther tells, yeah. you know, stay your ass in this room and don't talk to nobody. And when this shit is over, I'm going to kill you. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I just thought, what did you think of that scene, guys, with Namor and and uh, Brother or Brother Beavis? Namor and Black Panther saying <laughs> <laughs> Namor and Brother Beavis cool. fighting it out. I think, I, I mean... <laughs> Uh, rings empty to me because he ain't killing Namor, number one. No. So you come in, no. you put you put on your tiger shoulder pads or whatever, and you came in, <laughs> talked a bunch of shit, and Namor is like, bitch, I got my cape on, I'm sipping the dossier, you said you weren't going to do it, and then here you are, so fuck your kingdom. They should have <laughs> gave y'all money. That's basically the way I read this entire scene. Oh, Name was like, send some of them door Melange bitches to my room, please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Black Panther's yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I ain't never joining the Illuminati. Yeah, I remember saying I'm never going to join the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Vibranium's a powerful drug. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh damn. It's, yeah. it's, it's a yeah. wild scene. Like, it's a really good scene between two characters I think that they did nail here. Like, I think I think that is yes. the version of Namor that we all are more comfortable with. And I think this version yeah. of Black Panther, like I said, moving forward is probably one where they, you know, really took him out of a support role and really kind of giving him his own voice and his own power within these uh, comic books. Um, so I thought that yeah. that was – I thought that was a really cool scene between the two of them. Um I think the thing with Black Panther, I think the thing we miss in the books is, um, you know, you don't get the Chadwick Boseman charm in addition to this. So Mm -hmm. I think in the movies, like, you get the sense of family that the book is trying to convey in that opening sequence with the makers. And you get, like, the regalness and the importance of the kingdom. But you don't get the charm. And I think that... And also, like, I think they've just layered superpower after superpower on him because of vibranium. Mm-hmm. And so I think, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a there's a elements of the comic book version that I just don't think are as engaging or as appealing. And I think, um, you know, they brought they they brought him up to sort of a, a power level and equivalence with the other characters in the cinematic universe. And the casting is great. I think there's, I mean, I think this is an area, at least for me, 
where I enjoy the the movie version much more than any of the modern incarnations in the comics. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. we've read, yeah, mm. we've read uh, a couple of those space versions of, you know, T'Challa or whatever. And, you know, and, oh yeah, you know, and he's had so many different writers who've taken it in so many different directions uh, as different a character. Directions. It's yeah. almost, it's almost Wolverine-esque, to be honest with you. And the sense yeah. that it's been so there's so many different voices on him that he's kind of gotten lost in a bunch of areas. And then they really had to do a lot of cleanup of the character post marriage to Storm because they really mm-hmm. turned him into they kind of turned him into Namor and turned him into a dick. And um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, we lost a lot of that, the, not necessarily the regal part of it, but the part that he kind of stood above a lot of this. You know, even in the Avengers, the cartoon or whatever we were talking about earlier, you know, he kind of stands above that. You know, it's like, yeah, you guys are, a, I'm a part of yeah. the Avengers, but I'm not a part of the Avengers. Like, I'm, you know, I'm here yeah. to kind of make sure that y'all aren't, you know, more like a up. spy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right. So the Illuminati get to speak. Uh, it throws it back to the first issue where Reed's giving his speech about everything dies. Um, my note in here says, all right, Brother Beavis, go ahead and explain um, all these multiverses <laughs> collapsing on each other. Because science, right? Yeah, I mean, That's what we're doing. I, I, think it, I think it holds up. I mean, they're basically saying that um, if you accept the fact that the entirety of existence lies on a timeline between zero and infinity then clearly Earth itself has to lay inside that. And if you accept the fact that there's multiverses, they're parallel, and that there's a basically a tug on the end of time based on every timeline that gets eliminated. So mm-hmm. I think it's pretty straightforward. I think it holds up to rational pseudoscience, mm-hmm. uh, rational comic book pseudoscience. So I was, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll accept the premise. Okay. Yeah, well... The premise, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So one Earth comes to another, and it's either going to destroy that one, or you have to make a decision about that one, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but before they get to explain, having Reed explain that whole thing, they're like, "Oh uh, yeah, by the way, we need to make sure none of y'all niggas are scrolls." <laughs> so everybody produce their Infinity <laughs> Stone because we got burnt by that before. Uh, so yeah, and so. Nam- Namor whips his out first thing. Yes, he does. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I, I love Doctor yeah. Strange. It's like, he's like, well, I've hidden it in a dimension. And it would be a real uh, like a yeah, problem to go back and get it. Cost. I mean, I can get it if I want to. Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange's gym is like a Canadian. <laughs> it's like his Canadian girlfriend. I mean, I do, yeah, yeah. she lives in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have a stone. I have have a stone. Oh, I have a stone. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, so they produced their stones, whatever, for their confirmation. And then Black Panther had no idea they all had the stones. He was like, yeah, this confirms every problem that I thought I had with y'all. <laughs> this is a really big deal that y'all have all the damn infinity gem. Uh, so, yeah, so Reed explains this whole process of all the Earths crashing into one another, and they're called these inskir- incursions. And it could create fractures in these timelines across the multiverse, you know. And again, there will be a throwback to this whole thing too when you get to Secret Wars three, you know, which is when the Fantastic Four do go off and have to start recreating the multiverse. I mean, there is a throwback from that. That's also Hickman as well. So, all right. So anyway, 
so, and then the only reason that they're still there is because that device that Black Swan had, she activated it and blew up that other Earth, you know, and then they go through all these things about, okay, well, the incursion that lasts eight hours, you know, let's create a early warning system. But before all of that, you know, it was like, so what's going to happen? Cap stands up and he's just like, okay, so we're not destroying other planets, right? We're good on that? And everybody's <laughs> looking at Cap like, um... Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. 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 But, but wait, <laughs> you skipped it. You skipped the pivotal scene. What did that mean? Black Bolt did something. Oh, he spoke. He cracked the table. Yeah. Whisper. Yes. yes. Fuck he Black did. Bolt. Oh, Black <laughs> Bolt. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, I forgot he was there. Man. Shit. I forgot he was there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and break out the milk carton if you can find. Um, the Inhumans in a Marvel comic book right now either because they got <laughs> their push when the Avengers, <laughs> when the X-Men were wherever, and now them niggas yeah. is gone, man. Woo! They're you like, can't yeah, nowhere. Yeah. They They've been the banished. Eternals, and t- the Eternals frog them in the title chase for what yeah. that tells you right there. Woo, yeah, man. Wow, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, those were not good times because, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Inhumans are awful. They just are. And then they were creating they're, more they're Inhumans. Mad. I'm like, this is not a good idea. And slowly but surely oh. they figured it out. Slowly but surely. Um, so, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Let me get on the record, Cap says. We are not blowing up other Earths. Uh, my note says the rest of the team says whatever nigga um, and then we get all these details <laughs> and so it's either the earth is destroyed or you use the device that the black swan has and you destroy the other earth like those you know mm-hmm. destroy one to save the other one which is what she did in issue one, one to yeah. save this prime earth that they're on and so you know Black Panther's like, well, there is no perfect solution to any of this. And Tony's like, all options should be on the table. And Cap's like, I got to say again, uh, we are not killing other planets. Like, we are not going to do that. We've shaped the world. The world does not shape us. And, you know, and don't I think trade that, lives, Captain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, but again, you say that, Brother Beavis, but that is a version of Captain America that you should be quite familiar with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I, mean it, it, I, I don't know why they let him in the club. Yeah. First of all, because they, they know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. one of these people knows who they are. Yeah. They're like, hey, it, anybody want to get judged and told we're doing it wrong? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. We should invite Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> but you think about it like no, this. No, I think because... that isn't the way this comes about. Is like, isn't it after? Like at some point, he finds out this is the thing, and he's like, well, I want in. And that's mm-hmm. primarily because he kind of knows that he knows that they all know who they are. Like yeah. he's like, yeah, I know, I know you guys are gonna screw this up. I, you got to put me on the team. Yeah, they are who we mm. thought they were. We let them off the hook. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> Little um so, that will never not be funny. <laughs> never not be funny. Um, but I, I, there's that, and I also think if you look at the other people that are in there, all of them got um, let's say sliding moral judgment. Every single one of them there. So, you know, he is like the moral compass. If you don't have Black Panther on that group, then he becomes that sliding moral compass. Spoiler alert, we're going to add um, Beast onto this team as he takes the the place of (laughs) Professor Xavier on the Illuminati. But somebody who also, you know, uh, well, I mean, 
They're, yeah, when they bring Scott Norton onto the team here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scott <laughs> <Norton>. <laughs> when they started yeah. making everybody NWO, it's like, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> right. Michael Wall yeah. Street is I. Michael uh, Michael Wall Street's <laughs> NWO. Oh, God. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, so yeah. So they come up with this idea, like, well, you know what? To maybe stop this, we can reform the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, and so that's the, their plan is to find the the missing stone and use the Infinity Gauntlet. Although they're not really clear about what they're going to do with the Infinity Gauntlet to stop the incursions. I didn't get that part, mm-hmm. but that is a part that of their plan. The next mentioned. Okay, it is really in the next that. issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so yeah, okay. and then they did this flashback scene. I'm assuming that that was them collecting or trying to find the Mind Stone. They didn't really say anything. It was just like a bunch of fighting and with no dialogue. Um, but, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I was confused by this as well because I, it do, it looks more like instead of them like being split up and doing separate missions, it looks mm-hmm. almost more like a timeline where the the people They're that are alone. depicted are the last mm-hmm. ones yeah. alive and the other ones are dead. Yeah. So it looked mm-hmm. to me like more like a flash forward, but that's a that's a mm-hmm. big question for me. And like mm-hmm. who is who is uh, Namor disemboweling here with the trident? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Squadron Supreme or something? I don't, I don't know who that is. I was curious about that too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what weird. that is. <laughs> who knows? Well, once they've done, got their warning system up for the incursion, uh, there's a quiet scene with Reed and T'Challa, and you know, and they both recognize that you know something's not right. Either the system is completely failing for whatever reason, or somebody is going to is uh, making this happen. Like it's not like just a natural thing. Somebody could be making this happen. You know, again, we'll spoiler alert later on or whatever. But, yes, I mean, obviously something is somebody's making this happen. Uh, and they're basically like, well, if the best options don't work, you know, we're going to have to teach ourselves to do something, the unthinkable. You know, we're going to have to destroy a world. And, you know, and that's kind of how issue it two ends, you know. I mean, again, I like these books. I really do. I know we're kind of being nervous or whatever, picking at parts of it or whatever. But I, I mean, I really enjoyed these two books. What, what say you, Sandman? Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the uh, conflict between um, the Illuminati and like the Cap, who wants to be basically Cap, and like, yeah, no, y'all can't do none of this evil shit and stuff. You can't do this and that. And I, I too ask, why the hell would they add, add Cap to the mm. Illuminati? Because you know what the fuck he's gonna do. It's and I read the the uh, a version before this one that he actually joins the Illuminati at the end. So mm. it's actually a nice lead into this. Um, Gives me a little more perspective on it. So, uh, I like that, yeah, most of these guys are kind of jerks. Not even kind of. I mean, Namor, yeah. Tony Stark, mm-hmm. the Silent Wonder, and Black Bolt, and fucking, I mean, um, maybe Doctor Strange is the only one that you kind of might have. He needs a little bit of a, um, uh, well, not hate at least, you know. I mean, it's a, this, is a, this is a group of assholes, you know, trying to, um, Basically, literally, um, determine what's going to happen to reality, and um, <laughs> it's it's interesting. I'll say that I really don't know exactly what to feel in some of it, but it's, um, it's what I've read so far. I like, I really do like. I do like the conflict between them and them trying to figure out what um, they're going to do. I, uh, I I haven't read beyond this yet, so so far, yeah, I'm with it. I do okay. like it, brother Beavis. Yeah, it's all right. I gotta, mm-hmm. Like I said, I want to see how it pays off before I really kind of judge. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely involved. It's definitely a story. 
Like, there's nothing. The the struggle for me is there's not much to latch onto because like the one character I like is about to get um, stole <laughs> on. And so, <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler so. alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Poor cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's. I mean it. Yeah, I mean, having read a fur, you know, a little bit further than y'all or whatever, like I think you get to a point where there are some solid payoffs for um, this initial story, and then where I'm at or whatever. I mean, again, we're talking about a book that's freaking six years old or whatever. Like a spoiler alert. Like you know, when I when you're getting to the point where Thanos does get introduced into this, it does become a little bit like a, a more traditional comic book. But not in a bad way. Um, so, like, I, you know, Hickman hmm. gets his props. And, you know, we gave him props for, you know, essentially three whole months, you know, during House of X and Power of X, you know, as he kind of took yeah. us through this tale of restarting the X-Men or whatever. And I think he deserves it mm-hmm. in this sense, too, in these particular books. You know, as you get through them, I, I think he deserves it. What we're looking at in terms of us, in terms of the House of X, Power of X books, uh, past those books or, or whatever, you know, we're going to recap the issues of the, the recap book. So Marauders, X-Force, Excalibur, somebody's going to have to do that one instead of me. Um, New Mutants, um, <laughs> uh, Missing One or Two. The, uh, Fallen the Angels. Fallen Angels. I, actually, I, I mean... I mean, without spoiling or whatever, I'm like, I actually enjoyed that. I, I didn't think I was going to. I actually did, and then I think X Force was the other one, which was pretty good, except for the freaking bullshit ending of X Force number one. But I don't want to get into it. I just the swerve, you know, the the swerve, air the swerve that's not a swerve. But yeah, so we're gonna recap mm-hmm. those books kind of over the course of se- episode or season eight. You know, where we'll take on X Men number one and two for the first. You know. Uh, it, or uh, episode one or whatever, and then kind of go through there to see through the books, you know, uh, kind of your initial impressions, brother, because I know you've read a lot of them. I have too. Uh, your initial impressions post house of X power of X. Yeah. I mean, it's an unfair comparison because, you know, we're coming off of like a 12 part story that was, um, very complexly intermingled working towards a singular thing. So to try and like tee up, kind of six interrelated stories in an issue or two um it's you know completely different um so there's some that i'm like okay there's a hook and there's some i'm like yeah i kind of got to see where this is going Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know i think there's there's some there's some good i don't think there's any great yet that i've seen yeah i do it and the reason that we hadn't jumped straight into those books was we had kind of made a group decision now, like let's see them get some footing under themselves at first because now you know it's not going to be a book every week that's intertwined with the book that came before it you know they're telling these separate mm-hmm. separate but like kind of intertwined stories or whatever based on what you know what we knew from before so we're kind of letting them play out you know but like i said i've you know i've read both x-men books uh i've read I read Excalibur, I read the Fallen Angels book, I read X-Force number one, you know, I read New Mutants, and that wasn't great either. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, there's a lot. (laughs) To say that was not great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being kind. They've always (laughs) sucked. So, yeah, so just kind of hang out for season eight for us if you're, like, kind of wanting to get our thoughts on these books. I will say, if just from the general social media buzz, like, the 
height or momentum, and it had to go down regardless, that they had at the end of House and Power of X has definitely dwindled dramatically. Um, I think oh, yeah. coming and I, and I think it was reported somewhere that these books are all freaking uh, miniseries. You know, like they're telling another, mm-hmm. st- you know, a story or whatever. They're just getting us to another point. So it was like those things, and now these books are going to get us to a point, which is probably going to be another relaunch, I would imagine. And you'll see what books are going to be left over at the end of that. And then there's a freaking, um, there's some sort of um, crossover here coming up soon, or event coming up, uh, some like murder mystery event that I saw that Marvel's about to roll out here in the new year too. So. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, they never learn. It is what it is. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that will wrap up season eight, episode zero of Marvel Hacks. Uh, remember, you made find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Rate, review, subscribe, all of those types of things. Uh, yeah, you better find me, the producer, at Brothers Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find Sandman at Sandman415 on Facebook and Twitter, and Brother Beavers is in the ether. So, yeah, man, it's good to have y'all back, man. I missed y'all. For sure. Like, I definitely yeah. was yeah. itching to get to this at some point. I was like, man, we're going to have to make up something here soon enough. I don't know. We're going to have to do a, a live watch of something on Disney Plus before we, you know, miss this. But, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. I, I, like I said, it's always enjoyable. And I definitely want to talk about these books outside of texting because my thumbs can't take all those long texts. So, uh, yeah, good job. All right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we'll, as the X-Men, the animated music that we will never skip, ever, ever on Disney Plus <laughs> starts to play us out. Uh, again, I am the producer. Sandman, go ahead and sign off. All right, people. Good to be back. We'll see you next episode. All right. Uh, and Brother Lee, go ahead and sign off. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. All right. So yeah, we'll be taking our, again, a break for the Thanksgiving holiday, so don't expect one there and then, but then right after that we should be on a pretty decent schedule right up to the Christmas holiday. Alright everybody, we'll see you on the other side. Have a good uh, Thanksgiving. Peace.